It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is up, guys? Welcome to a new episode of Wrestling World. On today's episode, we'll be talking about Monday Night Raw this past Monday. Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey, and we'll probably get into some AEW, depending on how much time we have. <laughs> um, but first, I want to talk about this Monday's Monday Night Raw episode. Now, when you think about the Raw after WrestleMania, you think about big returns, huge surprises, and building momentum to keep the fans engaged after WrestleMania. And honestly, we didn't get that at all. There was no build-up, no big returns, no nothing. But I will say Raw started off strong with having Cody Rhodes return and cut a good promo to start off Raw. Now, I've criticized Cody in the past. You know, I've, I've said some things about Cody that might have gotten under some people's skin. But I actually enjoyed the promo that Cody did this past Monday. I thought it started Monday Night Raw after a great start. And I thought WWE, they did good by booking this. Now, apparently, this promo that Cody cut was apparently unscripted. And Vince McMahon gave Cody the mic and said, hey, tell your story. Which was, which, <clears throat> excuse me, this is very unlikely from WWE to be doing this. So, could we see Cody Rhodes in the main event scene? I don't know. You know, they're very high up on Cody right now, and they should be. With the match he had against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, you got to think WWE is very high on Cody Rhodes right now. So Cody comes out, he cuts this big promo. Maybe a five, ten-minute promo. Seth Rollins comes out, gets in Cody's face, and shakes Cody's hand. Now, a lot of people might be thinking that this is Seth Rollins turning babyface. It's not. In my honest opinion, what this is doing, this is setting... This is setting up a Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes feud down the line, which is what I believe. And this is something I wouldn't mind seeing again. Because this was such a good match. 
And this would be such a good build-up match for Cody Rhodes to have on his first time returning to Raw, WWE even. His first feud. That would be so cool for it to be against Seth Rollins. And I couldn't think of anyone better than Seth Rollins. Because Seth Rollins is so good at putting guys over. And with the match these guys had at WrestleMania, I honestly, like I said, I wouldn't mind another match because it was so good. You can't just have one more match with these guys. You can't just have one match. You've got to have, I, I could see two or three matches with these guys because it was that good. And like I said, while I'm not the biggest Cody fan, maybe he's made me a believer. You know, maybe I could become a Cody fan. Who knows? So I do believe they are setting up a Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes feud down the line. I hope so. I do expect them to give Cody Rhodes a a big push. Being that he isn't the same guy he was when he left WWE. I don't expect them to give, you know, I don't expect them to give him a a title shot, you know, coming back, you know, he has to build up he has to build up that momentum. And what better way to do that than facing Seth Rollins? So all in all, I thought Raw started off strong with this. I I thought, you know, WWE booking Cody Rhodes to cut a promo to start off Raw was great. A good way to start. After that, though, things kind of went downhill. There were no big returns. There were no big surprises. There was no Oscar. There was no Bailey like many expected. There wasn't even a Bray Wyatt, as many, you know, expected because he's been released for so long. But anyway, there was one big shocking return. And that is Elias, who now goes by Ezekiel. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you heard me correctly. Elias is no longer Elias. He goes by Ezekiel, who is Elias's younger brother. And yes, you've heard that correctly. Now, Elias, a.k.a. Ezekiel, he comes down the ring. Mind you, he's in phenomenal physique. He looks great. No beard. He looks like he's hit the gym. The guy looks good. Then he says... I am not Elias. I am Elias's younger brother, Ezekiel. And Cody, excuse me, not Cody Rhodes. I mean, and Kevin Owens looks at Elias and says, "Are, are you kidding me? Like you know?" But out of this whole gimmick, as silly as as it is. I do like the fact that they acknowledged that he was Elias because numerous times on WWE they give a character a new gimmick or name or whatever. They usually don't acknowledge their past accomplishments or the fact that they ever existed. So I don't know where they're headed with this gimmick. It is very silly um, to bring Elias back under a different name, a different style. It doesn't really make much sense. I, for one, I liked the guitar gimmick. I thought the guitar gimmick worked. 
I don't think it should have changed. The only thing that should have changed about the Elias gimmick was his booking. The booking wasn't good. The booking sucked. I don't know where WB is headed. But I hope it works. For the sake of Elias, because you could only repackage these guys so many times. And even if they repackage him this time and they give him, you know, a new character, I don't think it's going to be as good as his previous one. Because he was very over with the Elias character. And he put a lot of time into that character. So even if they repackage him, I don't think it's going to be as good. And this gimmick ex- gimmick itself, claiming he's Elias' younger brother, is very confusing. Unless he has some sort of alter ego and the Elias character is in some type of crisis, I don't know how this is going to work. I, I don't know if they're going into a direction of like TNA did because TNA they introduced Joseph Park okay now Joseph Park was a character in TNA And he claimed that Abyss was his brother and he was looking for his brother. Okay, now fast forward only to to find out that Joseph Park is Abyss at the end. Joseph Park and Abyss are the same person. So maybe I think that's what WWE is doing right now. They are having Elias and Ezekiel as the same person I don't I don't know will we see Elias one week and Ezekiel the next week I don't you know I don't know how this is going to happen I really don't know how this is going to work unless they have some type of split personality type gimmick in the vignettes leading up to um, Elias returning we've seen these vignettes and we've seen one that said on a tombstone that Elias is dead so maybe maybe we won't see the Elias gimmick ever again and maybe that this Ezekiel character is here to stay and this is the type of character we get going forward which, like I said, I, I love the guitar gimmick, and I don't think that should have changed because he was so over. He was a heel. He could play the heel. He could play the baby face. The fans loved him. So how are they going to keep the fans engaged with this type of gimmick? Is it impossible? Could it be done? I don't know. Now, I'm hoping... That, that that they do make this work. And just because he's been repackaged doesn't mean it's not going to work. Because look what they did with Bray Wyatt. They repackaged him and it, it went phenomenal. So maybe this could happen with this new Ezekiel character. Maybe this could potentially save... Elias from, you know, being released in the near future. Now, a lot of people, you know, are saying that, okay, you know, at least Elias is getting TV time now. And yes, that's great. Okay, but Butch is also getting TV time now. And he's not doing so well. So we see what what can happen when you know, certain characters are repackaged and and 
what WWE could do. And I did say before that I like the fact that they're acknowledging the Elias gimmick. Because WWE, they don't really do that. Like I said, Pete Dunne was great and he accomplished everything in NXT. And then he comes to the main roster and now he's Butch. And now look where he's look where his gimmick is headed. So for Elias' sake, I hope that it works. Honestly, I, I, I don't see this getting over. Because I think fans I th- I think fans will be confused by this gimmick. I don't I don't see how this is going to work unless, like I said, he has some type of split personality and he is Elias, but you know, he maybe in his head he thinks he's Ezekiel. Maybe maybe WWE they will they will go that route. Maybe like I said, maybe they'll go the Joseph Park TNA route. Maybe in the end he'll end up as Elias. I don't know. Without a beard. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I kind of want to see what happens with this gimmick. If it, if it lasts a few months. I'm just I'm surprised this is the best they can come up with for him. Of all the months he's been away from TV. You would think they would do something better with his gimmick. Now, I I did read before that Vince McMahon had plans to repackage Elias, and he had new ring attire. But then this new ring attire reminded Vince McMahon of Randy Savage. So these plans for Elias were scrapped, and he was off of TV even longer than expected. But was this the original plan to repackage Elias? Was this their plan all along? Was this their plan, and they were just waiting for WrestleMania to end to bring him to TV? I know I don't I don't know. But if this was their idea, and this is the best thing to come up with, then this is kind of silly. But like I said, maybe it could work. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say it won't work. I don't, but I don't want to jinx it and say it will work. Because I am an Elias fan. The guy's good on the mic. He can sing. He can piss people off. You know, he's he's good. So we'll see what happens. We will see what they do in the next few weeks and how this unfolds. Um, if I'm, if I'm, If you're listening to this podcast and you're just as confused as me with this whole gimmick and everything that's happened. You know, I want to hear your thoughts. Do you think the Elias gimmick was working when he had the gimmick before? Before they repackaged him, do you think it was working? What do you think they could have done to save this gimmick? Do you think that the Ezekiel gimmick will work. I want to hear your thoughts. Because honestly, I'm the type of person, you know, I always say if it's broke, don't fix it. And this is the case with the Elias gimmick. There was nothing wrong with it. It didn't need to be changed. He just needed to be booked better. And that's the problem when you got all these good guys that have these tremendous characters WDB they just do not know how to book these types of gimmicks and it sucks because eventually we will see that character get pushed down to the card and then we'll see that character off of TV take Alexa Bliss for instance have we seen her at all we expected maybe for her to return at Wrestlemania no return and she wasn't even there after WrestleMania. Could we see her tomorrow night on Friday Night SmackDown? I don't know. I doubt it. Being that there hasn't been a draft. So, what is the deal with Alexa? Um, 
I don't know. <laughs> I thought that Alexa would return. I thought maybe she would get into some major feud because it's it's you know the raw of WrestleMania. So what is WWE's reasoning for her being off of TV for so long? Because when she was on Twitter, she didn't even know what was going on yet. So what could possibly be happening? Will she get released soon? Because we've seen this very same thing happen with Bray Wyatt. WWE, they don't know how to book these types of characters, so eventually they get released. I'm hoping that's not the case with her. I'm hoping we do see her return, but things aren't looking good. But got to keep hope and got to see what happens. I don't want to jinx nothing. I don't want to say, you know, she won't return. I'm hoping she'll return. If anything, with the goddess gimmick, because this new gimmick she has just isn't working. Obviously, they have no plans for this Lily doll going forward, so the only option I see is to take her back to her old gimmick. Because let's be honest, without Bray Wyatt, I'm not saying she couldn't pull it off, but without Bray Wyatt, I don't, I don't see this working. And the only reason that Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss were able to do a lot of that supernatural stuff was because of the pandemic when there was no live crowd. So because Alexa can't, you know, do a lot of that supernatural stuff with her gimmick... How are they going to add some new elements to her character? You know, what are they going to do to keep fans interested in this character going forward? And let's be honest, do we need a supernatural character right now? Not really. You know, it's stuff like that, it's hard to get over nowadays. And if WWE, they can't book this correctly, what are they going to do months ahead? But I'm not going to get uh, into that because I already did in the last episode. I said, of, 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 uh, where's Alexa? So if you want to hear my thoughts about Alexa Bliss, go to the Where's Alexa episode that was posted before the WrestleMania 38 episode and hear my thoughts on that. I talk about it because I'm frustrated. When you have a tremendous talent like Alexa Bliss, then she's wasted. But that's the only reason I talk about it, you know. Um, it's very frustrating. But anyways, guys. Um, like I said, Monday Night Raw was what what I thought was a complete disaster. No big surprises. No Bailey, no Asuka. A lot of people expected Bailey to return. There was no Bailey. There was no Asuka. Apparently, I heard Oscar's still injured, is what I've heard. I don't know if that's necessarily true. So I don't know what's going on. I did expect Bailey to return. There was no Bailey. There was no Rock. You know, a lot of people expected The Rock to return, setting up a feud between him and Roman. But a lot of people also expected The Rock to return to WrestleMania, which didn't happen. So what are they doing with that? Do they have any plans for The Rock and Roman going forward? If anything, I ho- kind of hope they, they put The Rock... No, excuse me. They put Roman versus Brock to rest for now. Because with the match they had at WrestleMania, it just wasn't great. Now, I did see Roman popped his shoulder. He uh, um, popped it back in place. So I don't know if Roman will be taking time off because of his shoulder. I would hope not. He seemed like he was okay Monday night. We didn't see him take any kind of bumps. But um, having him take a bump really isn't necessary. So like I said, I do hope they put this Roman and Brock thing to rest for a while because it's not something we need to see. It's something we've seen too much, if that. But hopefully tomorrow night we'll get some sort of direction of what's going on 
with Roman and who he will be facing. A lot of people are saying that's Cody Rose, but like I said, you know, they have to build up Cody's momentum going into a Roman feud. You know, he can't just jump into it. He has to build momentum now. Could it be Finn Balor? Could it be, you know, um, who knows? It could be Bobby Lashley. Not right, well, not right now, because he's obviously, you've seen MVP turn heel this past Monday, attacking Lashley, siding with Omos, which I don't, I don't see how this benefits Omos, but whatever. Um, we very well could see a Roman versus Lashley feud down the line then. I honestly, I'll be surprised if this Lashley versus Omos feud goes past Backlash. But who knows? Um, I, I would love to see a, a Lashley versus Roman feud. I think that would be great. You know, Lashley coming off this big win, Roman coming off a big win, both of them coming off of wins against monsters, beasts. And having those two clash would be a, a dream match. They could do a spear versus spear match, you know. And Bobby Lash, we all we all know he's a main eventer. He could put on a decent show. He can give the fans what they want. So him beating beating almost WrestleMania it should have been a one time thing. I don't see why they need to advance this storyline past WrestleMania, the biggest event of the year. But so be it. We did also see Edge this past Monday and Damian Priest. They have started a new alliance, possibly a new stable. Like I said previously, my new other episodes, I said Edge was rumored to start a new stable. They did that at WrestleMania. Edge and Damian Priest have now joined forces. It has been rumored that Tommaso Campa and Rhea Ripley could possibly join too. So with their types of gimmicks, I think that would be perfect, especially for Rhea Ripley. You know, I, I think she would do great. They could also add Nikki Cross to that stable too because honestly, when Nikki Cross, you know, had that dark gimmick and, and that, that darker character, she um she did well. She did well when she was insanity. Um, she but she didn't do well when she's in the main roster, and now they booked her to the superhero gimmick, which isn't working. If they were to turn her heel and give her that darker gimmick back, and and having her with Ripley and, I, I think that would be great. Like I said, I, I don't know if we'll have a stable. It could just be Edge and Damian Priest. I don't know. But that would be weird because then maybe people would start thinking that they're, they're a tag team. So a, a stable would be kind of better, you know, for Edge and Priest. And there's not too many stables in WWE right now, aside from the bloodline, Roman, Jay, and Jimmy Uso. So for Edge, this is different. You know, this could be like the new brood or the new Ministry of Darkness type deal. With the with the blue lighting, it kind of reminds you of the Ministry of Darkness or something similar. So this could be something cool for, you know, all involved if they get Tommaso Camp involved and Ray Ripley. I hope they would get Rhea Ripley involved. I really do. I would love to see a heel Rhea Ripley. I think she kills it. Her style, her rings, gear, everything. I think she would do great. Now, um, like I said, guys, we've seen a lot this past Monday. A lot of stuff that, you know... We really shouldn't have seen. We didn't really get any surprises. 
no shocking return except for Elias, which is more confusing than, you know, which is more shocking that he returned in that character that he did than anything. Um, I'm still dumbfounded by that. Like I said, I don't want to jinx it and say it's not going to work because who knows. I thought Cody's return was great. Um, but aside from that, like I said, there wasn't much to to really talk about. Uh, and if this is WWE's way of building momentum after WrestleMania, then, you know, what are they going to do going forward? Because the Raw after WrestleMania is supposed to be a big show. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of fans were anticipating a decent show and didn't get it. Especially for the, you know, for the ones that paid money and put their time into, into watching that show. Being at the arena. And watching that show from home, I honestly wouldn't have paid a ticket <laughs> because it was that bad. Um, and I also don't think there was no Ronda Rousey, which I'm, I'm completely fine with. With Rousey losing to Charlotte Flair, I kind of thought we'd see Ronda Rousey. I can't, but I kind of hope that they don't resume their feud. And that's just left where it's at. Because to be honest, that's not a feud that we needed to see. As much as I don't like Charlotte Flair, I was actually rooting for her to beat Rousey. Because I'm not a Ronda Rousey fan whatsoever. They need to turn her heel. I'm telling you. They're booing her. You know, people can't stand Rousey. I, for one, don't know how she's in WWE, you know, saying what she said about wrestling being fake like two years ago. But WWE, that you know them, they're desperate nowadays. They will do anything to get your attention. Do they know what they're doing? I don't know. But, like I said, I, for one, am not a Rousey fan. If she would stay as far away from WWE, I would be happy. Because she's just not good. She can't cut a promo. She's okay in the ring, but she's not great. You know, I, I wouldn't grade her match with Charlotte a five-star. And I definitely, you know, wouldn't give her promo skills a five-star. So, what exactly, you know, are their plans for Rousey going forward now that she's lost to Charlotte You know, are we going to see her bounce back on the card? You know, is she going to take a back seat? Having her lose at one of the biggest uh, events of the year was pretty shocking because I think a lot of people were expecting Rousey to go over. A lot of people were expecting her to win that match and become a new champion. Maybe they just aren't ready for Ronda Rousey yet. Maybe their plan, you know, is to hold off and do Rousey versus Charlotte again. I hope that's not the case. I hope the WWE they do away with Ronda Rousey because they 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 don't really need her as champion. 
if anything, I'd say, like I said, turn her heel and see how she does as a heel because she's not doing well as a babyface at all. I believe the fans want to boo her more than cheer her right now. She she just doesn't know how to be a babyface. When she first came to back, <clears throat> excuse me, when she first came back to WWE, she she had no clue how to be a babyface. She was not smiling. She was not engaging with the audience as a babyface should. She was not acting like a babyface in the ring, you know. And they actually had to tell her to act more like a babyface. Okay, so if she's not cutting as a baby, as a babyface. Turn her heel. Let the audience boo her like you did with Roman Reigns. When Roman Reigns wasn't cutting it as a babyface, you know, for years and years and years, they finally turned him heel. And now look where he's at. He's the best heel in the business. And if you want to make Rousey work at this point in her career, you know, if the fans are turning on her this much, then turn her heel and see what she does. Because you do not want to drag this out. And why should you drag this out? Give the fans what they want. And honestly, you know, with Cody Rhodes returning, yes, that's what the fans want, but that's the first time, I think, that the fans have gotten what they want since a long time. You know, it's been a long time since the fans probably actually approved of what WWE is doing. But like I said, with Cody Rhodes returning, how are they going to capitalize? You know, what are they going to do? Cody Rhodes can't save a whole company. Roman Reigns can't save a whole company. You know, um, there are people that are just not giving the fans what they want. And the fans, they obviously want Ronda Rousey to be a heel. So I say let her loose. But, you know, that's honestly my opinion of Rousey. You know, people people can think, you know, that I that I hate Rousey, that I'm, you know, I'm being a hater or whatever. Um, and if you like Rousey, that's fine. I'm just not a big fan of Rousey, you know. I was up until her kayfabe or whatever you want to call it, her video from Twitter that she put out about wrestling being fake. And much I kind of do want to do an episode just about Ronda Rousey alone. Just so I can get it off my chest and and and, and let it be afterwards. But honestly, the more I talk about it, the more irritated I get when bringing her name up. Because I do not think she believes in WWE. I don't, I don't think she belongs in WWE. But that's my honest opinion. Now AEW, on the other hand, Tony Khan has just signed Samoa Joe. We've seen Samoa Joe this past Wednesday on Dynamite, making his Dynamite debut. Now a lot of people are acting like this isn't a big signing. I, for one, I am excited about Samoa Joe. In AEW because WWE, for one, they did not book Samoa Joe properly. I never thought they did. Samoa Joe wasn't this big star that he wasn't when he was in TNA. And I thought WWE, they could have done better. And yes, I will give props to TNA for booking Samoa Joe because they did book Samoa Joe how WWE should have booked him to begin with. And I honestly think that WWE, they dropped the ball in Samoa Joe. They had a main eventer. Now, now I get that Samoa Joe, you know, he's had several injuries in his career with WWE. But ever since his start on the main roster, he just wasn't a main star. So with Samoa Joe moving over to the Dynamite, to AEW, excuse me, could we see a big star with Samoa Joe.
could we see AEW right WWE's wrongs? I honestly hope so. Because I would love to see Samoa Joe as a real champion before he retires. Could you imagine seeing Samoa Joe versus Keith Lee in AEW? Or Samoa Joe versus Adam Page? Or even Adam Cole? Or Samoa Joe versus John Moxley? Or even a Ring of Honor classic Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan? I think there's a lot of options. I thought Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy had a, a pretty good feud. I believe they had a feud in WWE, weren't didn't they? Okay, I'm, I'm getting confused with AJ Styles, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, we could see CM Punk and Samoa Joe. You know, they had a Ring of Honor feud like 20 years ago. So could we see that? I think with, you know, WWE taking Cody Rhodes, I think AEW taking Samoa Joe, I, maybe, maybe could have been their way of saying, hey, if you can take one of our guys, we can take one of your guys. Even though WWE, they released Samoa Joe, AEW, they picked him up pretty quick. Because honestly, has it been 90 days since Samoa Joe's been released? Released for the second time or that? I honestly don't know. Um, I don't know how long Samoa Joe will be in AEW. Hopefully he gets some decent TV time. I think Samoa Joe is very good. And there's a lot of potential for Samoa Joe in AEW, even with the stacked roster. Because if booked properly, we could have a new AEW champion in Samoa Joe. But that's if AEW, you know, that depends on what they do. And I imagine that AEW, they're going to be signing a lot more names. But Cody Rhodes also mentioned the other day that he believes a lot more names from AEW will switch over to WWE, which is possible. Could be possible. I don't know. You know, Cody Rhodes is responsible for a lot of names coming to AEW. So could the same people that went to AEW be loyal enough to Cody to come over to WWE? I don't know. Or could they be smart enough to say, hey, well, you know, WWE's booking is pretty shitty, so... I'm staying right here. Unless they go to NXT where the booking is slightly better. But I don't know, guys. You know, a lot could happen. It all, it all comes down to this. Who's the better company right now, AEW or WWE? And honestly, right now, even with WB signing Cody Rhodes, they still have a lot to prove. And they have a lot to make up for. Keep in mind, there's still a lot of guys that AEW have that they've took from WWE. There's still a lot of guys that AEW can take, like Bray Wyatt's. You know, that's out there like Cesaro. There's still numerous names. You know, Cody Rhodes signing with WWE, that's a slap in the face. But that doesn't mean that Tony Khan can't slap back. So who is going to, you know, get the final say. I do think AEW 
will do something big. And this is this is going to turn into a chess match between AEW and WWE. I think the tension is going to get worse. And this will be sort of like a WCW versus WWF type rivalry. It could happen. Because I also heard that Cody Rhodes, you know, he left in a, a pretty um, big fashion. There was a lot of tension between him and AEW, is what I've heard. I don't know if that's true. Cody Rhodes, is, he's been pretty silent on leaving AEW and why he's left. But anyways, guys, we will see what happens, you know. We will see what these two companies do. How these storylines play out. How these new characters evolve. Could we see a new war between AEW and WWE? I don't know. I think something's coming. But I think AEW, I think if, if I had to pick, I think AEW is still winning. Because look at all the talent that AEW has right now. Not saying WWE doesn't. But they just have a lot of to make up for, you know, storylines and, and building momentum. Them, ha them having Cody Rhodes, yes, that's big. But judging by the Raw after WrestleMania, there wasn't a lot of momentum after WrestleMania. And night one of WrestleMania was a lot better than night two, so that's saying something. But we shall see, guys. In other news, not, not wrestling-related, Conor McGregor is eyeing Kamara Usman. Now, if you've listened to my podcast before, you know I'm a big Conor McGregor fan. Despite everything the guy's done, despite him going to jail multiple times, I, I'm always a Conor fan. Could we see Conor McGregor versus Kamara Usman? I think that would be a big fight, I think. Conor McGregor as a three-division champion would be great. Could he beat Kamara Usman, which is a, a phenomenal wrestler? I don't know. You know, keep in mind, Conor's coming off of a, a big injury. So what version of Conor could we see? Could we see this this major return from Conor? And could he win? I don't know. I'm hoping that Connor's hungry enough to beat Kamara Usman. Could it happen? I, you know, um, Connor's a phenomenal striker. But we've seen Connor, you know, get beat by Khabib, who was a phenomenal wrestler. And Kamara Usman, like I said, is a phenomenal wrestler. So could the striker outstrike the wrestler? Could Connor shock the road and become a three division champion? Because if he does, that would be the biggest comeback of all time. I think that would be phenomenal if Connor could do that. A lot of people are saying in Connor's videos he's looking slow, sluggish, he's not the same guy as he used to be. But in my ass, Connor looks hungry. Connor looks phenomenal right now. He he looks to be in great shape. But who knows what version of Connor we'll see because a lot of um, hype around Connor in his last fight, you know, um, obviously that didn't go as well. I think as long as Con Connor stays away from the alcohol, stays focused, stays hungry, I think. We could get a Kamara Usman versus Conor McGregor fight. I, I, but I would love to see a trilogy between McGregor and Diaz. 
But, you know, um, who knows? There's a lot of opponents. We could get Connor versus Dustin Poirier for a fourth time. Because it would make sense, judging by the third fight that those guys had. You know, it didn't go so well. So, that's also a factor that could happen. But I don't want to get into this too too much, guys. Um, I will be doing an MMA episode soon. My next episode, I do plan on doing a Chris Bennett episode. A Chris Benoit episode, excuse me. (laughs) Um, I will be talking about, you know, what happened with Chris Benoit, his career, and everything, his death, and... You know, that major tragedy. I I do want to do an episode of that and cover that. So that would be my next episode. I won't be dropping that for like another week or two. Because I do want to research that a little more and talk about that. I do want to have all my facts straight. And and dig a little more into detail about that. I'm pretty knowledgeable about it. I You know, I've, I've seen interviews of Benoit about what happened. I've seen other wrestlers, you know, talk about it. So I do want to dig into that a little more. But I won't be releasing that episode, like I said, for the next few weeks. So, guys, please stay tuned for that episode. Because I know it'll be a great one. There's a lot of of things that happened that it's so sad but I do think it needs to be talked about. And there's a lot of people that haven't talked about it, so I I think I should. Anyways, I want to thank you all for listening. Hope you all have a blessed day. Thank you all for listening to my podcast and being so loyal these last few months as as I try to, you know, put off this new material and build back up from all the time that I've missed. But I thank you guys for sticking around. Um, Hope you all enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys in two weeks. I will take maybe a week off, try to relax, and enjoy life. And I hope you guys are enjoying life as well. So anyways, guys, good night. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Goodbye.